Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Well, at the foul line, gives it away to Debo on the wing. Davis to the rim, layup, good and one. Debo hard to the ten, draws the foul, and he's going to the line. Hogs down two with nine minutes to play. Anthony Black into the front court. They set a screen, double screen, top of the key. They free Walsh, pick and pop, three-pointer good! Walsh with a trade. The Hawks are up by one. Norm Roberts wants a timeout on the other end. Jordan Walsh knocked down the three, and the Razorbacks have battled back to take a one-point lead. Davis into the front court. Dribbles at the top of the circle. Johnson sets a screen. Debo going to try to get to the rim on the move off the glass and in. Shot clock at 10. Try to isolate. Council left elbow jumper good. Ricky with the basket. Hogs within two. Council dribbles right side. Crosses Adams over. Gets to the low block. Turnaround jumper's good from Ricky. Council took matters into his own hands. Ties the game. Council's free throws good. Arkansas by three. Shot clock off. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it in to Kamani. Back to Black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks for the third straight year are headed to the Sweet 16! Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday where we're going to talk about all the things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And we want to hear from you. What's bothering you? 501-661-1037 is that number to call or to text in. You can get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter at Neighbors, And today... We're going to have Coach Z. Matt Zimmerman is going to join us at the 2 o'clock hour. Definitely had to make sure his intro was still in there with his uh, giggles and squeaks, but uh, he's going to be joining us as we talk about Arkansas and the game against Kansas, but also looking ahead to Arkansas and UConn, and that's all thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. In the 3 o'clock hour, we will have Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports talking all things college basketball, what he thinks of the final 16 teams, and uh, as well as some of the other big news going on here in the sports realm of college basketball. And then uh, we're having some giveaways, too, because uh, we, need, we need to get to some of those great giveaways that we always have each and every week. We'll have that for you. Razorback Baseball is going to be today. We'll keep you updated on that. Just a lot of things going on here on Out of Bounds. And I know, Joe, after yesterday and being a reaction Monday, and we talked about all the things and uh, from the weekend and Arkansas and Kansas and the electricity that everybody was feeling, the calls that we had and everybody was feeling. Now it's time to turn the page officially and – Look ahead towards UConn, as that's the team that's in front of Arkansas and that's next. And uh, just looking at what the spreads have been from Bet Saracen, looking at what some of the experts have said and how people are uh, lining up and, and looking at this game, it certainly looks like uh, this one's going to be a tougher one for Arkansas, which, I mean, wouldn't be surprising. But when you think about Arkansas being two-and-a-half-point dogs to Kansas when that one opened, but three-and-a-half-point dogs to UConn when that one opened, it just kind of shows uh, the type of team and the type of talent that UConn has on their basketball team. Arkansas is the eighth seed, so they're probably going to be underdogs from here out, depending on who they face. But um, it'll be another tough test in front of them, and that's kind of where they are as being the AC coming into the tournament. They knew that it'd be tough and they'd be the underdog in some games, but you have to just win the games in front of you if you're trying to win a championship. You're on that quest. And it's tournament play, so anything goes here with Arkansas, you just have to win games. And they've been battle-tested all year, but they've been up and down, so maybe the expectation coming into the tournament wasn't that they were going to play the way that they had played so far, simply because we didn't know. We didn't know what to expect from this team, if they were going to be the team we saw 
that did play some really good games at times or if they be the team that we saw drop off at the end of the season. Well, and that's the thing about in the NCAA tournaments, so many times when upsets happen, uh, you know, it happens for various reasons. Sometimes it's because a team that's really good plays one of their worst games or a team that wasn't as highly seeded plays one of their best games and out of their minds. It, it gets to that point. But now there, there are no more upsets going forward. You know, it's, it's not going to be an upset if Arkansas beats UConn or, you know, if Arkansas goes the next round and they beat Gonzaga or, or somebody beats Arkansas. There's no upsets anymore. It's a Sweet 16 now. And it's about you trying to play your best game and trying to play your best version of basketball. We put out the stat yesterday of Eric Musselman bidding 52-10 and 10 when he had four days to prepare, which is great. He's undefeated at Arkansas when he's had four more days to prepare. But UConn is no slouch. I, I was looking at him. I know that they've been a team that was a guy that's, I think is highly ranked as number two this year. But they got uh, not only just a few players that are really good, but, man, they got uh, some guys that are high-level dudes. They got two all-Big East selections, first team. And I think with uh, between Hawkins and also uh, Sanago, those guys have been really good in postseason play. They've won 11 out of their last 13. I'm not saying this just to say that Arkansas has no chance and they might as well you know, close it up, but I'm just trying to also say for those out there that think, oh, we beat the one seed, therefore we should be able to beat the four seed in UConn. Uh, UConn's kind of one of those teams, too, that, like Arkansas, could have been seeded even higher if it wasn't for the struggles that they had during the regular season, because they're as talented as anybody, and they're good enough to beat anybody, and they're good enough to win a national championship. They're that talented. When we get to this point with Sweet 16, there are a couple of uh, outlets that do their reseeding of the Sweet 16. ESPN did theirs, and they have Arkansas at 11, UConn at 5. There you go. That's kind of where they are, where they see Arkansas with the remaining teams left. I assume Alabama's number one, right? Or would it? Yeah, yeah Alabama's okay. one, Houston's two. Yeah, I don't think there's any surprise there. But UCLA luckily, is three. Yeah, and that might be a team that uh, you end up facing. And it was a kind of a also a cool stat too. I saw that Arkansas is only one of four teams that have made it to three straight Sweet 16s. And you know who the, uh, two of the other th- uh, four teams? Gonzaga and UCLA. <laughs> teams that are now you're not playing them in front of you, but still they're. They're teams that are all in the same region, too, and I think the other team is Houston that, that has made it to three straight Sweet 16. So uh, a lot, lot of good teams, and you you got a, about as tough of a draw as anybody. It's not saying it's unfair. It's not saying it's unwinnable, but you got some really good teams, and UConn's going to be that next step, and that's going to be that team that you're going to have to take care of business in. And uh, I mean, the matchup, like, you know, the people say, well, who, is they, who matches up better? Or what, how does like, Arkansas match up? These are teams that probably match up pretty well with everybody. It's just a matter of, you know, what type of game are they going to play? Because UConn's number one in offensive rebounds in the country. Better than A&M, if you can believe that. They're number one in offensive rebounds. They also have great free throw shooting. They have, uh, they're one of the few teams that are top 20 in efficiency in both offense and defense in the country. And they have a lot of studs and a lot of pro players. I think Dan Hurley's done a phenomenal job in getting UConn back to relevancy, too. So... I'm I'm just I'm just saying this is going to be a it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying anything that nobody knows, but I just uh, I don't know. I I felt like things could go into place and they could beat Kansas. I actually feel lesser about UConn than I did about Kansas. If that makes sense, maybe it's just the moment. But I, I just I feel like this is going to be without a doubt Arkansas's toughest opponent this year, maybe besides Alabama all season long that they're going to go up against. According to CBS Sports and their reseeding, they have each team a spot ahead. They have UConn at 4, Arkansas at 10. And then they even do an outlook on their original seeding coming into the tournament where they would have ranked overall. So UConn would have been 13th and Arkansas would have been 30th. How about that? How about that? Yeah, that's that's wild just to see uh, you know what makes the tournament so crazy and uh, where the rankings come into play too. And uh, I know that uh, Must is going to have his team ready, and Dan Hurley's going to have his team ready. So it should be one of the more intriguing matchups uh, heading into this one, too. And again, it's going to be on Thursday night, I guess, here uh, at 6.15. And we'll have the pregame show starting at 5.30 right here on 103.7 The Buzz. And, uh, of course, uh, you know we're going to see it in 4.30, roughly, uh, local time there in Vegas for those making the trip there, too. Uh, but I saw a question that actually got posed to us yesterday, and I meant to read it, Joe, but I forgot. Uh, I wish I could go back and look at it on the Twitter on, on who responded to it. But either way, we were talking about last week about certain players being X-factors in the game against Kansas. And I think we brought like Jordan Walsh being an X-factor, which he ended up being a huge factor into it as well. Is it going to be kind of the same thing going into this one? And the question was, who was the X-factor into this game against UConn? Is there just one simple player where like, hey, this guy's a great game, 
makes a difference, or does it need to be kind of what it was this past week, collective effort, and there's not just one X factor, there's many X factors. Many X factors, and the more players you have involved in the overall game plan, and that's not saying that these players are going to go out and score the majority of the points, but the guys that can do some of that dirty work, and that's what we see Kamani do quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. what Jordan Walsh does. So there are players with the makeup of this team that's the, the way that they need to be able to play. Now, of course, you do need scores. You need to score to win games. And uh, we see that Devo is a guy that is capable of that, where he's known more as a defensive guy. But Devo has that offensive explosiveness at times, and he can hit the three. He can get to the rim. And then it's just about the cuts and seeing those guys going to the rim and trying to find those guys for the easy baskets. That's been Arkansas's game all year, and if they continue to play that way, they'll have a great chance to win games now that we are in the NCAA tournament. They've done it so far, and if they can continue to do that, they'll always have a great chance to win, but they have to play their game. Well, I asked the question in a uh, poll form on Twitter, and of course you only have four options that you can give on there, but uh, just asking the audience of who they think the X Factor will be uh, for Arkansas in their game against UConn, had Devo, Ricky Council, Jordan Walsh, because those were the big-time players this past game, and then I had another, just as far as you can list them and say who, who would be at, and uh, I wouldn't say it's surprising, but uh, 34% leading the way says other. And a lot of people brought up uh, Mitchell, one of the Mitchell twins, the Mitchell twins themselves, or Jordan, uh, or uh, Nick Smith were the other two uh, ones that were highly voted on, which I totally get. Devo was close after that one at 25.5%, but uh, it seems that people are at least leaning towards uh, guys like Mitchell twins who have to be big against Sanago, or it'll have to be Nick Smith Jr., which honestly... If it is Nick Smith, and I don't disagree with it because of what he's done in the postseason, which haven't been great, and knowing what he's capable of and the ceiling that he has, I feel like, can Arkansas win without Nick Smith having a great game? I think so. I think they can still win, but, man, it would certainly be a lot nicer. <laughs> It'd be great if we could see you know, Nick Smith from uh, that Georgia game or Nick Smith from that Oklahoma game or something like that. I'm not trying to put undue pressure on him, but that's the type of player he is. So I can totally understand why people say he's an X factor because you know if if he would have had a great game against Kansas, he may not have even had been in a position to have to come from behind. But if he can have a big game against UConn, kind of you know wipe that previous two games off and be able to go in against the Huskies and have a big time game and performance, I really think that that's when people will start to be like, okay, wow, this is this is going, this is going to be a great game if he gets off to a good start there too. Nick Smith is a scorer, but he's a smart basketball player, and he knows how to recognize getting players involved and, and getting some easier shots for players, you know, driving to the rim and, and getting the ball to the players that need to get the ball. So if they collapse on him, he'll get the ball to other players and get it in their hands for those shots that are wide open. He's, he's a smart player, so offensively, he has the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. But as, as great as his offense may be, and I you hope he has a great offensive game, don't forget, defense is where it's at. And that is usually the difference between winning and losing in the NCAA tournament. And Connecticut is one of the best offensive teams that uh, Arkansas has faced this year. So it's going to be a tough one. But who do you think the X factor is for Arkansas against UConn? What do you make of it? 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We're going to continue on with Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We'll have more of your phone calls and messages all coming up next. So stay with us. Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports every Thursday to talk all things college hoops, courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. This is SportsCenter. Last night in the NBA, the Grizzlies beat the Mavericks 112-108 behind Jaron Jackson Jr.'s 28 points. The Grizzlies hold a narrow lead for the second seed in the West as they are just one game ahead of the Kings with 10 games to go. Their next game is tomorrow against the Rockets. Elsewhere, the Timberwolves beat the Knicks despite Julius Randle erupting for 57 points on 8 of 14 from 3. For Minnesota, Torian Prince had 35 points on 8 of 8 from 3. He's just the 7th player in league history to shoot 8 of 8 or better from 3. And Arkansas baseball will get back to action today as they host South 
East Missouri State at 3 o'clock. Arkansas is expected to start freshman Ben Bybee, who is 1-0 with a 2.35 ERA, while SEMO will start Eddie White, who is 0-1 with a 4.15 ERA. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. From 67167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7 Quatney 3, we'll have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4, this is Trooper Shipley, we're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Quatney's sale. Did someone say sale? 0% interest on the 2022 Silverado is back, and Guatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three months. 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now, I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trading for a new Silverado at 0%. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago. And ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. This is a pigskin preacher bringing you the word. It's been an entire year since Will Smith stunned Chris Rock and an audience of millions with the slap heard round the world. Rock has a comedy special coming out where he finally addresses the issue with vigor. Rock's reputation is still intact, which is more than you can say for Smith's. As the Bible says, whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. Don't throw away a good name by losing control. As Kipling writes, if you can keep your head while all others about you are losing theirs. Your friends at Double B's support everything that encourages human flourishing and healthy relationships. Let's treat each other as we would want to be treated. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. It's Sweet 16 time, Little Rock. Come catch the games at the number one sports bar in Little Rock three years in a row. With too many TVs to count, there's not a bad seat in the house. The best pub grub in the city with burgers, sandwiches, tacos, wings, loaded fries, and more. Happy hour drink specials till 7 p.m. during the Thursday and Friday games. And then on to the Elite Eight with Saturday and Sunday drink specials. It's March Madness at Brewskies, the number one sports bar in Little Rock. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin, live from the NCAA tournament. One on the shot clock, Thurman beat it. Oh, he got it. Three-pointer. Huge arch on that. He had to do it to get it over Lang's hand. On 103.7 The Buzz. Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds as we're going to be talking about things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And I know other people have already been chiming in what's triggering them too, and I'm sure we'll get to that. Uh, I'm going to be heading on to Vegas tonight, flying out of Little Rock, then to Dallas, then from Dallas to Vegas. So, uh, you know, it should be hopefully very safe travels and everything. And, of course, want to give a shout-out, a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Edwards Food Giant, for making... The coverage possible for us to go out there and give you that great coverage of the Sweet 16. So I want to shout out them, too. It's going to be my first time in Vegas. It's actually, it's as weird as it is, it's going to be my first time to fly at night. I've always flown in the morning, so I don't know if that matters or anything like that. But I guess the question is, is for Joe, I know you've been to Vegas. So is there, some, like, is there like one thing that I need to do or see <laughs> that won't get me arrested in Vegas, like is, is what, if there was one thing you would say to somebody, like, hey, you got to do this, what would be that one thing? 
Uh, make a trip to yeah, you, it could be any casino, but uh, MGM. I think that's one that stands out. And if you stay there, you don't ever have to leave that casino. But you could say that probably about plenty of others. But everything is there. Everything is inside, and they have all the attractions, restaurants, clubs. You can see shows there. Everything is all in one. Yeah, I've noticed that, because uh, I'm staying at the New York, New York, is where the Media Hotel is, and I guess it's really close by the MGM, like right there across the street. So uh, I was looking at just some maps and everything, and I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like I'm going to a hotel, and I know this is on purpose and everything. It, it's, it's truly a resort. Like, I mean, they got everything. Every hotel has everything. And I was just uh, looking at just restaurants or uh, you know, like you said, clubs and everything. It's just right there at the New York, New York. But if you don't like that, you just go across the street, and the MGM's got everything, too. So uh, I don't think there's going to be any downtime or any time where I'm bored in Las Vegas while I'm there. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to checking it out for the first time. And, of course, uh, you know, getting there is going to be always, uh, you know, it makes me feel better once I have to happens because I hate flying with a burning passion. And so hopefully uh, the travels won't be too bad. But it's getting back out of Vegas. That's a problem, not just for me, but for everybody. Because as of right now, the only flight that I could find that was not like $1,500 is leaving Vegas at 11.30 at night on Sunday and flying to Atlanta and arriving in Atlanta at 6 a.m. local time there and then flying from Atlanta back to Little Rock and I'll be in Little Rock by 10.30 a.m. on Monday. That's so a red eye, if you will. Never done that, too. But apparently everybody's struggling to try to fly flights out of Vegas. It's tough. <laughs> it is tough out there. Well, last-minute flights are always going to be expensive anyway. So it is uh, one of those things where if you're trying to weigh you know, travel accommodations versus the balance of how much you're actually going to pay for it, yeah, last mm-hmm. minute, it's always going to be you, you have to kind of juggle that. I'm going to continue to look, though. Maybe there'll be some cancellations around here or something like that to where I can get lucky enough to find a, an easier, more convenient flight. But either way, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great trip. It'll get you where you need to go, though. That's, that's right. That's the bottom line. That's right. And hopefully on time and hopefully uh, with as little delays and layovers as possible. So, uh, but yeah, that's the most important thing uh, about it, too. So uh, let's go to the phone lines. we got Hunter, who's in Searcy. What's up, Hunter? What's up, John? What's up, Joe? How are y'all today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Doing good. Um, I guess my question is, who do you guys think the X Factor would be? Is it going to be one of the twins for stopping their two bigs, or is it going to be Walsh or Debo for stopping the three? And also, I did a deep dive, kind of. They come out and they play their last two playoff games and their uh, last few uh regular season games, they come out and they play close, trail some, and then they come out in the second half and their bench uh, wears the team out. So if you have depth, I think you can beat UConn. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as far as the X Factor goes for me, I, mean, I don't want to – I think it might be either – I'm going back and forth between a, one of the Mitchell twins, or I say Makai Mitchell – or uh, Jordan Walsh, just because I feel like you know what you're, you know you're going to get out of Devo. I think Ricky Council is going to give you his. I, I would even say that uh, Anthony Black, you know what he is now, and I think he gives you that. So as far right. as players that will, I think that they'll get theirs no matter what. It'll be who is going to be that guy that maybe doesn't always get theirs to step up. Uh, I'll, I'll probably, you know what, I'll lean towards Makai Mitchell. I'll say that he's a guy that is going to have to be there defensively. He's shown he can be offensive and efficient too, and. He's got to stay out of foul trouble as well. So I, I would say Makai Mitchell would be mine. Going with the guy that gets the start, Kamani. Kamani yeah. is the guy that's been playing well here recently, and we saw him get that big putback, and he got a big putback earlier in the season. So he's that guy that brings energy to the floor. He plays with a lot of effort. He gets everybody else going, and uh, it may not show up in the stat sheet, but he makes those type, types of plays that need to be made To uh, that's winning basketball. Right. Right. Well, I think we'll need both of them because they have two big men. Uh, I can't remember his name, Klingen or anyhow. They have two big men, and they're both good, and they rotate. That's how they beat people. They just rotate, shoot a lot of threes, and play hard in the paint. Yeah, yeah. And In fact, they have, uh, I think, Caravan and uh, Klingen, I think is what you're also referring to. He's that, like, seven foot yes, two sir. freshman that's big old boy, and he can he can get nasty down there, too. So, yeah. They they got some size. Yeah. They got it, they got it all. They're kind of like Arkansas. You know, they got size if they need it. They got athleticism if they need it. They can shoot the three really well, which Arkansas yeah. did a pretty good job defensively against. So, 
yeah, some, something's yeah. going to give and somebody's going to have to step up. But, yeah, it, it's not going to be an easy one, that's for sure. Right. Klingon, if he gets the ball, if you go back and look, he's – he is nasty, but he is slow and slow to transition. They can they can eat him up. They can put up points if he's on the floor. The other guy, he's he's just kind of a problem. Yeah, yeah. I think also if you uh, take into consideration uh, just uh, you know how Arkansas has gone up against those guys, you know this is the time, this is the moments there. They got these big gut dudes to go up against other big dudes too. If uh, they, right. they can uh, they can also here's another thing too I thought was fascinating. So UConn <laughs> UConn does not go to the foul line at all like they do not get fouled at all at least according to the numbers but they are a phenomenal free throw shooting team so that's going to be another factor into it to where Arkansas has got to play their great defense and I don't know if it's just the lack of aggressiveness from UConn or if it's just maybe uh, more of the jump shooting but Arkansas is going to have to make sure that they do not let them get to the foul line because they can shoot free throws extremely well yes sir well you guys have a good day thank you I appreciate it Hunter Thanks for calling in. These teams, they may have more than one common opponent, but one that stands out that they do have is Creighton. And, of course, UConn, Creighton, their conference rivals, they split during the season. Arkansas beat Creighton. Yeah, and uh, I guess the other one would be Bama, and UConn did beat Bama, but Arkansas did not. But, uh, yeah, it's it, that's always an interesting thing, too, to see the common opponents and how they fared and, and everything. But, uh, you know, UConn, that month of January, it's crazy, because you think about, man, UConn's so good, they got so much talent. Well, they lost six of eight, you know, in the month of January. So teams go through that a lot of times. They just go through those struggles. We know Arkansas did for sure. Uh, let's go to Allen, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Allen? Hi, guys. I'm, I'm studying on this X factor, which uh, I don't truly believe in X factors. Uh, you don't go into a game, in my opinion, uh, trying to find out who's going to bail you out. We've got as talented a team as we've ever had at the University of Arkansas. Nick Smith is a top-ten pick. He has nothing to prove to anybody. The pressure can be off of him. His team can win without him. They did. They are. But if you've got a Nick Smith coming off the bench, or if you've got a Nick Smith coming in with two minutes to go in the game, you're putting a five-star kid with a high basketball IQ in the game, replacing somebody. Who who has the capability of doing that? At the end of the day, if Nicolette the ball game comes to him, understand he doesn't have to do all the things that he's done in the past because he's not the go-to guy on this team right now. Other people are. And, man, it should just free him up to just clown because they've got to guard other people. And if he's on the floor, he should be where the ball is to get a dish. And then he can just shoot, catch and shoot, whether it be a short jumper, short-range jumper, cutting to the basket, layup, whatever. He doesn't have to create on his own. And if he understands that, and some of the others too sometimes, uh, we're going to be just fine. I felt like we were going to beat Kansas, and then the game started, and it was uh, nerve-wracking as hell because <laughs> we'd give up all those points early, then we played basically back-and-forth basketball down 8-10 to 10 the whole time uh, before we finally pulled it out in the end. But I felt like we would beat Kansas because I felt like we were better than Kansas. So I don't know if we were or not. We just beat them. But here we go. And... I'm excited about this team. I hate that we're not going to have them back. I think Jordan Walsh, you can go look at his stats in the last five games, and that's what you're going to get. You can go look at Makai Mitchell's stats in the last five games, and that's what you're going to get. Uh, if somebody comes off the bench that's going to do something big in this game, in my opinion, uh, it's going to be Jalen Jalen uh, Grant. Hmm. He's going to come in, possibly. Uh, and they're not; their bigs aren't going to be able to cover him. Because they're going to have to step out and cover him a little bit. And if they step out, he's going that he's too quick for him, too fast for him inside. So I think Jalen Grant possibly has a big game if he gets on the floor. But I'm proud of every one of them. They fought their heart out. And Devo Davis was the example after that game. He was so emotionally spent, so mentally spent, so physically spent that he was just 
couldn't compose himself. And uh, that's the sign of a kid giving it all he's got. And the rest of them are going to do it. They are doing it, and they're going to follow him through it. And I'm telling you, the sky's the limit on this team. And they may get beat by 20, but I don't think so. Well, let me ask you real quick, Alan, before I let you go. So you said that you felt good about going into Kansas. They were going to win, and they did. So do you feel good about them going into UConn and thinking they're going to win? The truth is I feel like we'll beat UConn uh, by 10 points. Okay. All right. Love the confidence, I, I, I believe Arkansas is going – I don't believe UConn outside of Alabama, and I don't know what happened in that game. They they don't play the kind of fierce defense that Arkansas uh, plays. They don't face it. The three-point shooters, every team we play huge three-point shooters. But they struggle. We hold people to 60, 50, 60, 70 points. You know, you hold a team under 70 points in college basketball nowadays, you're playing defense. Now, you may not score very many either, but at the end of the day, you're keeping the game in the in the price range you want to play in, and that's, you know, uh, chaotic. And, uh, geez, man, defense will win this game. You go yeah. hide and watch. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, Alan. Appreciate your call, man. Thanks for listening. Hey, go hogs, brother. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of that, a lot of truth to what Alan said uh, about the defense. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. He, he brought up he brought up Jalen Graham. Uh, and I've, I'm not somebody that hates on Jalen Graham or anything. I think he's a fine player, and he definitely has his, his stuff. But, man, you talk about he, he comes in. Pretty, like, that's kind of been his M.O. He comes in every game for the past, like, five games. And he plays like a couple minutes, if that, and then that's it. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing or anything like that. It's just, man, would love to see, uh, you know, if uh, man, if he could get going. Wouldn't that be uh, an awesome thing to, especially on the offensive side of the ball, to have that other presence inside to be able to to bring it there too. I, I'll take anybody, but yeah, Jalen Graham would be a great one to have another 26 point game or whatever it was that he had. Be doubtful because they got some great defense, but. I, I would love to see him or just any other bench player come off the bench and be able to make a make an impact. Jalen Graham is capable of it. We saw him against Florida and Georgia in that stretch, and um, he got some extended minutes. He got some minutes uh, against Texas A&M, mm-hmm. but he has to be on the floor to be effective. And uh, Arkansas actually lost to Creighton. That was the second game of the Maui Invitational. They beat Louisville first game, lost that second one to Creighton. And then the third game was that – one against Mississippi or uh, San Diego State, the classic where they go to overtime. Yeah, and uh, remember who the game winner? Yeah, exactly. Kamani Johnson. The dude makes plays similar to what he did against Kansas. I know there were a lot of plays and a lot of things that went into that one, but hey, that, that rebound and putback, that was huge. That was huge in that game. That's just what he does. Jeff's in North Little Rock. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. What's up, Jeff? Hey, John. The hotel you're staying at in Vegas? Yeah, my fiance's on her way back from that hotel. Uh-huh. There's a roller coaster on top of it. You oh, need gosh. to ride a roller coaster on top of the hotel. Yes, it goes down the side of it through the buildings. Uh, they have video of riding it. It's on top of that hotel. You need to do it, man. If that's where you're staying. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before I, while you guys have got it called about Jalen Graham. Look, I'd love for this kid to come in and, and, and drop 15 to 25 points, but the fact of the matter is this time of year, Coach Musk doesn't trust him. And if Coach Musk don't trust you, you're not playing. And so I would cross Jalen Graham off for any kind of X factor unless nobody on the team can score. Uh, the, the guy loses his man defensively too much, and, and Musk doesn't trust him right now. So I would say the X factor to me uh if he can stay out of of uh, foul trouble, uh, it, it's going to be uh, Makai Mitchell. Uh, he doesn't have to score, but if, if he can keep, if he can play the type of game, if, if put it this way, if the team can play the type of game they played on Sheepway in Kentucky on the road earlier this year, Arkansas will win that game by 15. Uh, I know UConn's got a good big man, but he's no Oscar Sheepway, and, 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 and we seem to handle him okay. Uh, I think uh, Anthony Black needs to have a big game, guys. I hope his ankle's okay, but I just wanted to call in, John, and tell you about the roller coaster on top of my girl's hotel where you're staying. You need to ride it, brother. All right, yeah, that'll be the first thing I do off of a plane that I've already been nervous on. I'll get right there on a roller coaster and get G-Force, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live it up. Hopefully you'll be there a few days, and we'll get a chance to ride it. 
Yeah, well, that's... Uh, you that, guys have a good week. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Jeff. Jeff. Appreciate it, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I, I see, I was looking at all the amenities. I didn't even see the roller coaster. So, you know, I guess I'll have to check that out there, too. But, uh, but his point about Jalen Graham and, you know, bringing up some X factors and all that stuff, sometimes there can be unsung heroes, you know? Like, I think back to last year, at this very moment, in this very tournament, when Arkansas took on number one seed Gonzaga, Y'all remember who the X Factor was in that game? You remember the dude that brought it that was the difference in that game? Sure, there are a lot of great performances. But it was Trey Wade who hit three threes in that game. Trey Wade, the guy who averaged like four points a game, came up big. So, you know, those are the things, too, if you talk about X Factors or just talk about great performances, sometimes those are the things that can happen in these games where a guy that hasn't scored a lot or hasn't been a part of the team a lot as far as offense or whatever – Sometimes they just step up and have big games, so maybe that's what could happen in this. A guy who we haven't seen much of or hasn't had a good game in a long time or whatever can suddenly blow up in this game and be the difference for the team going forward, too. It's different this year because we have seen these players, certain players that we're mentioning, we have seen them play really well, but once again, it is a matter of getting on the floor. Past couple of years, even though they struggled to shoot the ball this year, just like they have past couple of years, but past couple of years, they 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 struggled shooting the ball, struggled scoring, and Trey Wade did have a moment or two during regular season last year. But um, this year, we've seen Mikel Mitchell yeah. and we've seen Jalen Graham when they've been on the floor be able to contribute in a positive way. But it's just a matter of at this time, are they going to get that time on the floor? Yeah, are they going to get those opportunities to, to go out there? Because even somebody, maybe in a lesser extent, but I even think about a Joseph Pinion in that game he had against Missouri at home. You know, he played a lot and he had a great game. But I'm not saying he should go out there, but whenever your number is called, you, you're the one that has, in, you're going to dictate whether or not you have a big game. You're the one that's going to be dictating that. You just got to get on the floor and make the most of it. Uh, before we take a break, let's go to Eric and BB. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys, how's it going? Going great, man. First time caller, long time listener. Appreciate that. Big, big Jets fan, John. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, hey, we found the other one here in Little Rock, man, or at least in Central Arkansas <laughs> area. How about that? Yeah, I think we're all alone on that one. But uh, I just wanted to weigh in. Have y'all, have y'all heard anything about the Brazil? Uh, I know I heard read something about he may be able to go, and if he can go, I don't, I don't know if he'll help the team or not, but. Uh, well, as far as what I've heard, Eric, there's no – I have not heard anything like that. He is – I think he's he's out. Like, he's not going to be playing in the NCAA tournament unless something just – What about next year? I mean – Well, next next year, I think that there's uh, some people out there that are leaning towards the fact that he will be coming back, or at least that's what they're going to try to get him back on the team because they know how effective he is. But uh, that's ultimately going to be a decision up for him. Just a little off topic, just waiting on the jet saga if you get a chance, man. Uh, I'll hang up with you. I appreciate great, great show, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, I appreciate it, Eric, and thanks for uh, being a Jets fan with me because there's not many of us in this area. Uh, I don't really know what to think about this. When's it going to get signed, Joe? Like, when are we going to get the – when's the Aaron Rodgers thing going to happen? I don't even know. Is it Whenever going? they can get that deal together between the Packers and the Jets. Man. Compensation has to be worked out. It's like you, you hear about it, you're just kind of like, all right, all right, looks like like literally the only thing missing is just signing on the dotted line and figuring that part out. So it gets people kind of nerve-wracking. But listen, my opinion on it, they get Aaron Rodgers, great. Feel great about it. Feel great about being a playoff team. Uh, will they win the Super Bowl? I would love that. Are they good enough to win the Super Bowl? I think so, but... You know, it's tough to do that no matter what it is, and no matter who it is in the NFL, because there's also some really good teams, not only in the NFL, not only in the AFC, but in the AFC East that's going to have something to say about it. Should be worked out before the draft, but no guarantee on that because the Packers, they can just sit on it, and then the Jets can decide, well, we want to give up some picks next year. I will be buying my first Jets jersey in a long time when that happens. I will say that. We're up against, so we'll get to more of your calls and what's free in the world sports next on Out of Bounds. Or Nissan of Russellville has a special message for folks who may have a bad credit score due to financial hardships beyond their control. Y'all, we understand that bad things happen to good people, and we're here to help. We offer special financing and work closely with Credit Challenge customers to get them the vehicle they want and need. Get started today. Visit Or Nissan of Russellville and OrAutomall.com today. Get so much more with Or. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. At Jones & Son, we only feature quality, and that's why I wanted to talk to you today about Michael Lemon Gazer Rings. 
There's one thing you can't go wrong with, and that's the quality and style of Michael M. rings. Michael M. has the most diverse features within their collections, and best of all, they are made and designed in Los Angeles, right here in the United States. The styles are on trend, and Michael M. rings are truly timeless. Come see the new Michael M. Engage Ring Collection now at Jones & Son Fine Jewelry in West Little Rock. Shop online at jonesandson.com. Are you suffering from hair loss, bald spots, receding hairlines? There's a new solution for men and women that uses regenerative medicine to stimulate hair follicles and give you thicker, fuller hair with no surgery. This remarkable treatment is now available here from the regenerative specialists at QC Kinetics. That's right. The same protocols that help relieve joint pain can be used to give new life to dormant hair follicles. QC Kinetics medical professionals can use growth factors from your own body, concentrated and applied to your scalp, restoring hair follicles, preventing further loss and increasing hair growth. Imagine thicker, fuller hair with no expensive surgery and no downtime. So if you're losing your hair due to aging, pattern baldness, or a medical condition, call now to learn more about exciting natural biologic treatments, regenerative medicine that can stimulate those dormant hair follicles. Get your hair growing naturally again. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 501-222-8440 That's 501-222-8440 501-222-8440 Wouldn't you say it's time for a beauty refresh? Lucky for you, Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty is happening now. So treat yourself with up to 50% off bestsellers like Benefit Cosmetics and MAC Cosmetics. And say hello to new product launches from Fenty Beauty by Rihanna, Tarte Cosmetics, and so many more. That new you feeling is waiting at Ulta Beauty. But hurry, beauty's biggest event ends April 1st. Shop in-store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Yes, we've got Bear on the line with a question for Trey. Bear, what's your question? Hey, Randy, this is Bear, first-time listener, long-time caller. I want to ask Trey about Sanders Ground Essentials. I know they are real five-star guys wanted by everybody. I heard they have an excellent weed control and fertilization program, and they do customized plants based on annual soil results for all their customers. I just want to know what you guys have heard. I'm going to hang up and listen now. Bear, you should call them at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Let's get growing. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. He's lost his footing. Pinion took it away from him. Joseph with the steal. Gives it to Black. Hogs with numbers ahead to Council for a throwdown. Council with the dunk. Pinion with the steal. On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. 0% interest is back for 22 Silverados when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. 2.9% APR. On new Equinox, 23 Equinox when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. And your pre-owned vehicles at Guadney Chevrolet, they're all good enough for mom. They're not going to put you in a vehicle that they wouldn't feel comfortable putting their own mom in. They're going to go through, inspect it, and make sure everything is good to go on those pre-owns. So it's like you're in a new vehicle. There's no difference there. So make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. 
You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle, see just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it directly to Guadney Chevrolet. And Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so they're going to give you a great deal on that vehicle you trade in or sell to Guadney. They have convenient service hours in case you're needing a service throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Here's a Trigger Tuesday, and we'll get into what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second. A lot of people who are calling and texting in, which we always love and appreciate. Uh, this one that comes from the 870, it says, I've nicknamed Kamani Johnson Mulligan Johnson because he's been giving the Hogs lots of do-overs after bad shots in these big games recently. It's a pretty good way to put it. Uh, also, from the 903, says, John, if you do end up flying out of Atlanta, a little bit of layover is a good thing. That airport is huge. Go Hogs. Not, <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to the Atlanta airport before many times because uh, I've normally flown Delta. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty massive. It's, it's pretty huge there, too. But, yeah, again, flying to Dallas, which I don't really like DFW. I know that it's just an airport, so what does it matter? But if, if I've had to choose my power rankings of airports, DFW is not as high on there. So, But as long as they get me to where I need to be, that's all that matters. Uh, also, uh, Sam and Bryant says, uh, Charles Barkley mentioned to watch out for the officials calling early fouls to keep it from getting too physical. And if they do that, Walsh and Johnson could be early casualties due to their style of play. Lastly, how about the uh, ladies' basketball and softball teams like night, last night? Yeah, how about them? Uh, good to see Mike Neighbors and his squad. A lot of teams get down because they're in an NIT and they don't care, but they, they've been taking care of business. And also, softball team going to Alabama and doing that? Yeah, that does not happen very often, that's for sure. Officiating, that's something that changes game to game, and the players just have to adjust to it depending on how the game is being called. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, nobody's in control of that except for the officials. And I know that uh, I was complaining about, and a lot of you were complaining about the officiating in, in the Kansas game, too. But, yeah, it, it's just as whatever they start it, however they dictate it, I don't care if they call touch fouls or not, as long as you do it the whole time and then the whole game against all teams. Just be consistent about it. If you want to let them be physical, let them be physical. If you want it to be extremely tight, then let it be tight. But just pick one and roll with it, and the players will need to adjust. Let's go to uh, Joe, who's in Malvern. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, love the show, man. Listen to it daily. Uh, Works in with my schedule. I get you in the car. Appreciate uh, it. You know, a couple thoughts. Couple thoughts to run by you. Uh, you know, one of the reasons I, I listen to you guys is, uh, you know, your your takes on things seem to be. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it. Maybe it's just because they they tend to agree with mine. But uh, <laughs> you know, that's the reason I listen to the show. You guys give fair, accurate something. It seems like it's honest. Uh, you know, heard a lot of things about Nikki Smith. You know, I mean, not from you guys. I mean, just, you know, you hear comments, you see social media and all this stuff. Uh, you know, Nikki Smith is, uh, in my opinion, uh, as close to one of a kind as you can be. Uh, I, I think I heard you say earlier, you know, very smart ball player. Uh, I think they call that high basketball IQ. Uh, obviously a shooter. Uh, he's going to come back. You know, he, he'll probably his next. I figure he'll have a good game against UConn. Uh, Devo would have probably been a pick. You know, for a somebody that has to to uh, pop up and have a good game uh, before his last. You know, before this last game. I mean, the energy it takes to play defense like he does, and then score what twenty five points on the offensive end. Uh, I don't know of any any players that have that kind of energy. I mean, that takes a lot of energy. Uh, I could play the safe bet, say Jordan Walsh. Uh, I think he'll he'll step up and have a big game. Uh, you know, Council, Anthony Black. Uh, you just got guys. You know, we've have, we, we haven't had a, a class like this. And I know things haven't been clicking and going like they should. Season maybe record wasn't what it should have been. Uh, but, you know, I believe them when they say they've gelled together, they've come together, and they've figured it out. Uh, just like to hear your thoughts on everything. You know, go Hogs. Uh, you guys keep doing what you do. Uh, love the show. Like I said, have a good day. All right. Appreciate it, Joe. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you listening in, too. Uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, with Nick Smith and everything, I actually got a chance to hear. First off, Muss has been everywhere the past couple, like, day. Uh, he, every sports show of note, he's gone on Rich Eisen. He's gone on Jim Rome. He's gone on just everything. He's been on. So, 
making the rounds. But I heard him on SEC Network with Peter Burns, and Peter Burns asked him straight up about Nick Smith and the role and everything. And I think Musk handled it and said exactly what he said. It was just so perfectly where he's like, Nick Smith, he's like, we know what we've seen what he's capable of and we see the type of player he is. And yeah, he hasn't had the games that he's wanted to have over the past couple ones, but he's like, he's like, would not surprise me at all to see Nick come out and have an explosive game against UConn because he's that talented, he's that hardworking, and he's he says the more he practices, the more he goes along with it, the better he'll be. So uh, even Musk is saying, they, they, he wouldn't surprise him at all if he ends up having a big game against UConn because he's that great of a player and that big of a factor on this team too. Just play within the game, and the shots will come to him. And you know, being in the moment and, and being the type of player that he is, and coming off some screens, the ball, the ball will find him. He doesn't have to worry about ball handling and making sure that the ball is in his hands. The ball will find him if he's able to get open and get some of those open shots. And we've seen him. Knocked down at three in the corner. Yeah, I mean, I, and again, if he, I think it's all about how he gets going. If he starts good, if he gets like that shot, you know, a big three or something early in the game, I, I think he'll really turn it on and really get it going there too. Uh, Jake's and Cabot, what's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, uh, John. Good afternoon, Freak. How you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, good to hear it, man. Good to hear it. Uh, glad to hear the the Hogs took care of their first sweep. Uh, over the weekend in, in baseball and uh, man, you know, I mean, what can we say about Kansas? That was just awesome, dude. That was awesome to watch. I will say, the first half, they looked very, very frenetic at times. I don't know another word to describe it. Like, it looked like they didn't really have a game plan. They were just out there throwing the ball and hoping someone would grab it close to the rim and, and throw it up. And Oh, hang on just a second, guys. we got a visitor. What's I picked up this hitchhiker named Nancy Mike. Hang on just a second. What is, what is the Nancy Mike? All right, Nancy Mike, I'll let you talk. Hey, guys, uh, but, but, but uh, you know, so, 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 here, here's the thing, guys. Like, 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 I know, I, I, I know must have made it to the, to Sweet 16 for, 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 you know, uh, like a third year in a row. But I don't, I, you know, I think he should be fired. And uh, the, the, the Dave Van Horn is, 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 you know, like he's probably like, uh, Mike, get that microphone back. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Dancy Mike got on there real quick, and I, I had to take care of him. Uh, I kicked him out of the truck. Huh. But anyway, uh, pretty proud, proud of our Diamond Hogs and uh, pretty proud of our guys just Want to know what you guys' thoughts are about them playing kind of frenetic in the first half? Am I the only one that saw that, or did you guys notice this? Well, I'll I'll tell you what, Jake, we're up against it. We'll talk about that in a lot more. We got Coach Zimmerman calling up, but we appreciate your phone call. More Out of Bounds next. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. In a Red River Ram, the days of no inventory and no discount is over. Because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off.